I am your host. That one made me cough. Here with my brother, Eric. You're not even trying anymore. Like the people that used to argue <laughs> for you about these intros, now they know you don't even try. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. In the, I, I, I've lost all my creative juices. Because <laughs> the Ronas took it? I'm done. I, I can't. I'm not. I'm no longer creative. I do find myself like semi having less energy to do anything. <laughs> like, yeah. At times I do, but I'm just like, oh, I just want to sit around and do nothing. Yeah. I remember like somebody talking about, um, uh, oh, I watched it. It was the Amazing Jonathan documentary on who oh, was that good? Like a magician. It was very good. Yeah. Um, if you don't know Amazing Jonathan, um, he's, he's a magician and a comedian. Um, but, uh, anyways, he was talking about how like when he does, has nothing going on throughout the day. Like there are times where he just has no work going on. Then like the idea of even just mailing a letter is like, oh my gosh, it's so much work. Yeah. And like, that's kind of, how everything feels right now. It's like, oh, I have to send an email. Gosh, it's it's just so much work. And it's like little things that are nothing is just crazy. I have to like I, – I made a schedule for myself. Yeah. Like that, this is very three of me, but I made a schedule of exactly when I'm doing things. So mm-hmm. And I have to like get dressed <laughs> if yeah, I want to oh, do yeah, stuff. Absolutely. Um, or it, I, I can stay in my like kind of sweatpants whatever if I know I'm doing like – like we just sit, put our house in the market. So like if I knew I was doing stuff outside, it's like mm-hmm. at least I know I'm doing that. Because yeah. if I have the mindset of, all right, all day I'm going to work on the deck, which I did one day. The whole yeah. day I did it. But if I don't have that mindset, then it's like, yeah. oh, these dishes. I don't want to do these dishes. I got to yeah. be in the mindset to do it. So I've been trying right. to purposely get myself in a mindset right. of doing it. I don't really – I can't – I know a lot of people are like, I haven't worn jeans in months. And I'm like – I, that's not me. I it, I like feel terrible about myself if I sit around in sweatpants all day, even if I'm like doing work, but I'm like in like sweat sweats and like a dirty t shirt or something like that all day. I'm like, oh, I just feel gross. Yeah, I need I need to put on <laughs> jeans. I need to like wear normal clothes and all those sort of things. But everybody's different, I, uh, and the people who do it opposite to me are wrong. <laughs> I uh, like I'll put a, I'll, I still have my sweatpants on. And uh, most time, like I work, and then I'm like, okay, the day ends. I'm gonna go running, and then I'm gonna take a shower after I go running. I do it like in the afternoon. Yeah, of that's the morning. different. So I'm like, ah, I don't feel like getting dressed <laughs> if I'm yeah. gonna do it. So, so there's been days where I've gone running and I've showered, and by the time I'm done all that, it's like five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then I put pants on, and then it's like eight o'clock. Like, well, I'm gonna put my pajamas back on because we're comfortable. It's like I wore yeah. I wore jeans for three hours. <laughs> Why did I even do that? I just kept it on. But yes. we don't want to talk about this. Yeah, that's it, we we said before we started recording. All right, we're not talking about the coronavirus, and here we are. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else is like us. I assume they are, but I can't. I can't watch any news at this point. I, no, I have I'm trouble done. getting on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. I don't. It just depresses me so much at this point. Mm-hmm. Just the same constant, like what we're hearing is the same thing over and over and over. I'm and I just don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, it's just, it, I'm just so over it all, and it's and it's just making me more and more sad. So, I remember when it first started. I was talking to Lauren, and she was, she said, somebody at her hospital, Lauren, my wife, if you didn't know, somebody at her hospital said this could go through August, 
And I remember being like, no, no, that's absolutely absurd. There's no way. And now I'm like, I hope it ends by August. Yeah, it's not going to. <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, this when when she first told me that, that was like the worst news ever. And now I'm like, hopefully this ends in 2020. Yeah. Who knows? So I for for us today, one thing I wanted to make we wanted to do is since we didn't really want to talk about coronavirus today and talk about how you do church during coronavirus. This is all important stuff. I'm glad we did, but I just mm-hmm. we're done talking about it. We don't we will again eventually, but we're in a yeah. funk where I don't want to talk about it. There's no yeah. end in sight, and we're never going to see anyone ever again. And <laughs> I, I, I read an article from Dave Grohl about concerts because they had a big concert plan in July. Yeah. And they were like, we would, we can't wait to be arm in arm singing with people, but who knows when we're ever going to do that. We had Radius yeah. Machine tickets this week, uh-huh. this summer. It's canceled already. Uh, so, so we don't well, want to talk it's, about it's it. It's not canceled. It's rescheduled. Rescheduled until 2021. Um, yeah, yeah. They might not be a band by then. They can't stay together. <laughs> that's my word. But uh, <laughs> that's true. But uh, yesterday, from the time we're recording this, two days ago on the day we're releasing this was Mother's Day. Um, yeah. And on Mother's Day, when you have really young kids, it's it's just <laughs> a day for you to do work. Just like Father's Day is the opposite for them, right? Like the kids <laughs> are only doing so much. Yeah. I just beg them not to fight. That, and if they don't fight, <laughs> then we're fine. Well, we're young kids. I look forward to the day because, like, obviously, my wife is not my mom and Erica is not your mom, but we are responsible for getting them gifts on behalf of our children now. Yeah, now. I can't, I can't wait till the day when they get old enough where it's like, okay, it's on you now. She ain't my mom. I got a mom yep. that I'm getting a gift for. You're, making, you're in charge of You're dinner. making the dinner. You're doing yeah. the dishes. You're doing <laughs> right. everything. Just like right. they can't wait. Erica always does the trash for me on Father's Day. Knows this stuff. I'm sure she can't wait. You're taking the trash out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're doing this. But uh, He ain't my dad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so yesterday being Mother's Day um, – Something happened, and I and I texted all of you guys about it. And I thought it'd be interesting to talk about this um, for those that are parents. Um, and even if you're not parents, you were a child, and I know you had things happen to you. Your parents didn't mean. But yesterday was Mother's Day. I have three kids. My youngest is Noah. He is two years old, um, and he is he he likes to get a little rowdy sometimes. He likes to do flips. My, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's I, he's great. I'm a fan of him, and <laughs> so. But at times, here's what I found, and I don't know if it's just different between boys and girls, but him being a boy compared to the two girls, like he will fight you more if he doesn't want to do something. He'll yell back. He does all that stuff. Um, so it was time to get dressed. And I was like, all right, no, come on, time to get dressed. And he's like, no, no, no. And he's fighting and pushing and trying not to. And so what I do a lot of times is I pick him up and put him on my shoulder and like kind of have him fly like Superman to go do it because he kind of likes that. So... Um, he's fighting and I'm like, come on, time to do it. So I go to flip him up like I've done a million times. I put on my shoulder. I walk from the couch to the steps, which is probably about 20 feet. It's not very far. And while I'm doing that, he's screaming. Like the, How'd you pick him up? Uh, I just picked him like I normally do, like under his, ar- under his armpit kind of thing. F- turned him around. His, his belly is on my shoulder more and normally uh-huh. puts his arms out. Um, and I just thought at first he was crying because he was... Um, he didn't want to go, but then by the time I got to the steps, I realized, oh no, this is a different cry. You can kind of tell when they're yeah, absolutely whatever. Yeah. So I I take him down, like, are you okay? And he's not moving one of his arms at all. And I was like, what happened? And like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I don't know if he's just like whatever. And he's screaming like a scream that I could tell Gosh. something's really wrong. So I take him upstairs, 
Again, this is Mother's Day. And Erica comes <laughs> Erica comes in because she can hear it. I'm like, she's like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I put him up there and he starts screaming. And everyone notices he's not moving his arm. And yeah. we try to touch it. And the second we move it, he screams in pain. So <gasps> like, oh, no. I broke <laughs> my son's <laughs> arm on Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, memorable Mother's Day. As if it isn't already tough enough <laughs> with everything going on. Yeah, so um, my wife calls the our pediatrician and it just leaves a message on the hotline they always call back and then call I'm the I'm sure local. that they were like super excited on Mother's Day to, well, <laughs> to a, handle it. It's their job. <laughs> yeah. Um and and so we knew they were gonna call back so we called the local clinic and just kinda of tell them the same thing. Like, all right, well we'll set an appointment for one fifteen, bring him in. We're not not sure. And all the time all this while it's probably a half hour to an hour, he will not stop screaming in pain. Anytime we Ugh. touch his arm, he's screaming. So we know that something major happened, and we know it was me. <laughs> like I so Erica can tell, and and her sister Camille was who was also kind of helping. She's a nurse. They both could tell I was like devastated because I <laughs> I don't know what I did to my to my son. Yeah. So we get the pediatrician. The pediatrician FaceTimes in. It's, it's crazy out. They're, they're FaceTiming in. They're like, all right, let's see what it is. It sounds like it's a dislocated elbow. It's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> so we move his shoulder. His shoulder's fine. And then we get to the elbow, and he screams, and he dislocated his elbow. Golly. So what do you have to do for a dislocation, Shane? Oh, you got to pop it back. You got to pop it back in. There's two ways you can pop it back in. I'm holding the phone. Erica's holding Noah, who is still screaming in pain. And Camille, who's the nurse, is the one that's popping it back in for us. Was she okay with that? Like, did you have to convince her, or was she like... She kind of knew her place. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's I like, mean, I've got the most medical experience. Yeah, I was willing to do it, but I have, I'm afraid I would have messed it up. So the first thing you do is you hold the elbow, and you turn their their hand, like kind of upside down, just turn it a certain way, and mm-hmm. that should pop back in. So you do that. We do that, and he's screaming in pain, because again, uh. his elbow's dislocated, and um, it didn't work. He's still really crying. And then, like, all right, here's the other one. You turn his hand so his palm is facing out and then lift his hand up, like, to him. Like, he's almost, like, flexing. Uh-huh. Like, if he has a dislocated elbow, it's going to hurt so bad. Yeah. So we do it, and she felt a pop, uh-huh. and he's screaming in pain. And they're like, okay, if you felt a pop, it should be fine. Give him, give him, like, 10 minutes. Five minutes later, he's using his arm like nothing's wrong. Are you serious? Crying. Yeah. That's so crazy. It was magic. And I, I could I can't tell you how relieved I was. Yeah. I assumed we were going to the ER for this kid on right. Mother's Day. That's where we spent Mother's mm-hmm. Day. But I felt terrible because of how much mm-hmm. pain I put my I did. And all the whole day I was in a funk and Eric kept saying, Listen, it wasn't your fault. We throw him around all the time. We I was like, Yeah, but I still definitely did it. It still yeah. was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I didn't do it intentionally, but I definitely yeah. dislocated that boy's that boy's elbow. Um, Jeez. So as a dad or uh-huh. anyone listening as a parent, what have you done that you know has either hurt your child or you're uh-huh. worried might mess this child up in the future? <laughs> what are some things you've every, done? Everybody has something, right? Like everyone, you know as a parent that you're going to like mess up your kid in some way. It's just like to what extent, you know? Like I, The more you learn about the Enneagram, the, like, the more you realize like, Everyone has these childhood wounds that mo- that a lot of their parents have done. Not it's not necessarily a wound. It's just right. the way you perceive something, right. and the way you're made into your enneagram type. It it has a lot to do with either your protective caregiver or your caring caregiver, and right. like how that. So I'm like, geez, 
I'm going to make this kid something, like for sure. I don't know what. And I'm trying <laughs> yeah. not to get, make it a bad thing. It's yeah. just crazy. But yeah, yeah what, what have so, you done? Um, we, it, we're, so we're in Maryland and on the East Coast, there are these terrible things that, uh, that I call uh, cricket spiders. But other people call spider crickets. Um, they're the worst. Yeah, and like on the East Coast, I, I was reading about them, and they're 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 more on the East Coast, but they are in in the country. Um, and if you don't know what a what a cricket spider is, just Google it. They are the ugliest, nastiest bugs. But here's the thing about them: is that to people, they're really harmless. Like they can't hurt you. Um, but they are. Exactly what they sound like. They they look like a mix, like a hybrid between a spider and a cricket. So if you think of like a cricket, right, has really like big legs that can that can jump and stuff like that. Um, and you combine that with what a spider looks like with like eight legs. It's like a spider with eight legs that are giant legs <laughs> that like go up yeah. over its body. But they're the way that they protect themselves. It's like as if they know that they're ugly and they <laughs> and they're aggressive, like. Most bugs will run away from you. Cricket spiders jump at you. And then yeah. not only do they come towards you, they literally can jump. And they can jump, like, pretty high and pretty far. So, like, I feel like they know I'm one ugly bug. And I'm just <laughs> going to terrify whatever it is that I'm facing. Because, really, I can't hurt it. But if I jump at it, then maybe I'll make it run away. So that's literally what they do. They're known for being aggressive and coming at you. So, like... We when when I when you find a cricket spider and you're like okay I gotta kill this thing, it's it really is scary because I'm like bending down and they're quick like I'm bending down with a shoe or a book or something and I'm about ready to hit it but I know at any moment it could literally jump at my face. I'm terrified. I won't go after him. Erica has to get him. <laughs> See, well, it's the opposite for us. Like Lauren, if she sees one. Like and there they were at our old house and now at our new house. I feel like there's even more of them at the, in this house that we, that we just moved into. But like it, I, you know how like you you were saying that when your kid cries a certain cry, you know what it is. That's the way it yeah. is with Lauren. Like she could be in the basement and I could hear her scream and I know what scream it is when it's a cricket spider scream, right? So anyways, yeah. we're in our old house. And she screamed down in the basement. So I'm like, oh, man, there's a cricket spider down there. So I go downstairs <laughs> in the basement. And I know – and Lauren is cornered. She's in the laundry room. And she's cornered. <laughs> she can't – like the, the cricket spider is in between her and me at this point. And she's like, I can't get out. I can't get out. And she's freaking out. So I didn't know this, but Camden decide like heard us and she starts walking downstairs. Right, so I'm now. I jump around in between the cricket spider and Lauren to protect my wife because I'm a good husband. So I'm, I have my shoe and I'm like trying to get this cricket spider, and I'm bending down and I'm about ready to hit it. And at this point, Camden is down in the basement, and she walks over to see what the commotion is about, and she sees this cricket spider and doesn't know what it is. And she was like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Camden, just stay. Don't move. Don't move." And she did. She listened. And I go down to hit this cricket spider with my shoe. I miss the cricket spider instead of jumping at me. Oh, no. Jumps at Camden. <laughs> and all that I say was, Camden, run! <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she didn't know what it was. <laughs> I said, Camden, run! And she goes, huh? And it's jumping at her. And she goes, dad, dad, dad. And it literally is jumping at her. And she's trying to get away. And it jumps on her. 
Ugh. And she's terrified. And she just starts screaming. And I have to, like, come over and, like, try to get it out. And so I eventually got, like, wiped it away and picked up Camden and we ran upstairs. And I feel like she's, like, traumatized. I mean, those <laughs> things are hideous. And it jumped. All I could do, I, I was like, I'm helpless at this point. <laughs> Camden, run! And so I, I didn't really. <laughs> so I didn't protect my wife or my daughter. And you missed. And I missed. And I, so so I, I know what? I, it was it was the mo- like I want my daughter to always know that I will protect her. I did not protect her there. Yeah, now she thinks my dad can't handle yeah, a he's a spider. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm bending down trying to hit it like uh, 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 <laughs> and miss. It's terrifying. Yeah, they, if you know about them, let us know because they're the worst. Or Google it. Yeah. Um, have you have you ever as a as a dad have you ever? Lost your temper so much at, yes. <laughs> at your kid, and then you like insanely regretted it. Yes, I I didn't think I had. I thought I was a patient person, and I thought <clears throat> I didn't. I was pretty good with my anger until mm-hmm. I had kids, and now I realize how much how how patient I'm not. Yeah, and now I have an anger issue sometimes. Yeah, one time one time um, uh, our kids need to kind of eat their carrots or their green peppers. It's really the only vegetables I'll eat. So they had green peppers and. My oldest, Brooklyn, is notoriously takes forever to eat. She is slow. She's a slow eater. My uh, my middle child is quick. She she eats and goes, I'm a fast cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> eat as fast as she can. But my oldest takes takes a long time. So it was one of those days where I just was not having it. And she was taking way too long. And everyone was done. Everyone was getting bass. I was doing the dishes. And Brooklyn was still eating her three green peppers. She hadn't even started. And it was like, Come on, you've got to eat. What is she and doing? Is she like just not even eating? Or is she like nibbling? She didn't want it. She didn't want to eat it. She didn't. She was re- trying to avoid it. She was doing whatever. I was like, you need to eat it. And I'm getting strict. Like, you need to eat your green peppers. Like, whatever. And then she's slowly biting it. She's crying about it. She's just mm. being so fussy. And I'm just, I'm like, Brooklyn, if you do not eat that green pepper in the next minute, you're going to be in trouble. Like, I'm starting to get really, yeah. really mad. And then again, she keeps crying. I keep looking. She's not eating it. And I got so angry. And I took the green pepper. Said, uh-uh. Fine, don't eat it. And I threw it as hard as I could against <gasps> our um, our sliding door oh as my. hard as I could against it, and went what? <laughs> and, um, and immediately, Brooklyn in fear started screaming, crying. Yeah. And right, and I, at first I'm just like, you never eat, and I'm like <laughs> explaining it, and then in my head I'm like, oh my gosh, I just scarred this kid for yeah. the rest of my, her life. I, that was the worst thing I could have ever done, and I felt so guilty <laughs> about it. But I was also prideful because, like, this girl needs, should have eaten her green peppers. So I'm not really like quick to apologize. Yeah, yeah. So but, did you uh, did you make her eat anything? I made her eat one more, but <laughs> I did apologize. I said, "Daddy should never do that." I, whatever. But I felt so terrible, and in my head, I'm like, "That's gonna be the thing that mm-hmm. defined her, that made her <laughs> a certain number on the enneagram." Yeah, was me throwing a dumb green pepper yeah. as hard as I could at that door. Golly. It was. I've I've never felt so bad as a father. Yeah, and I always hate telling people that because everyone's probably look like judging. But you know what? Screw you because you do it too, <laughs> and we all do it. But man, it was yeah, yeah. I've I've one like that um, with uh, with Russell, and that's and that's even worse because he's only eight months <laughs> old right now. So obviously, like he doesn't. But it, it wasn't quite. Uh, it's it's a little different. Like before, we knew that he had something seriously wrong with him. Um, obviously, hold on. Yeah, Bef- you're not gonna tell us the time that you yelled at him. 
I did. Because of his condition. I didn't, you didn't know. know it. Okay, hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. You're, hold on. You're, I feel so much better already. Hey, hold on. All right. So like <laughs> before we knew, so he if you don't, if you don't know the story of Russell, you can go back and listen to our podcast. I don't I don't need to rehash it, but my son had a really difficult pr- problem breathing. But when he was born, the pediatrician just told us that he had acid reflux. They didn't think that he had an abnormal uh, trachea, which is what he had, all those sort of things. So they were just like, no, he's fine. He just has some acid reflux and uh, we just needed to change his formula that he that he had on top of the breast milk that, that my wife would give him. But um, so he was just an extremely difficult baby, which makes sense now. Like it's like, it's almost like when you have like a, like a baby that has colic that was what it was like with Russell. He cried. colic, uh, our ex-host. Yeah, he would uh, he would throw up everywhere. Projectile vomit <laughs> as a baby, his mom said. She said that it was like she said they had to change. They had to get all new carpet in their house because he would just <laughs> spit up all the time. No, anyway, I don't. I don't think he was worth it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's adoption territory to me. Right, right. And so, um, so it, it's like having a colic baby. They cry all the time, and it's really, really, really difficult. He didn't sleep very well. So, like, before we knew what he had, I remember, like, one morning, Lauren had already um, – she, she had already left to go to work in the morning. And, like, I was – so whenever she works in the morning as a nurse, I take care of him all night because she has to wake up and work a 13-hour day. And so I was like up all night with him. I was so exhausted. And in the morning, he like just was not letting me get any sleep at all. Like I probably got like an hour and a half, two hours of sleep all night. So when you don't get sleep, you're already kind of like delirious, right? So he was just crying and crying and crying. I've fed him. I've rocked him. I've done everything I could. And eventually I'm just like holding him and like the rage just builds up. And he's probably like three three months old at this point. He's, such, he's a newborn. And I'm just like – and I literally scream while holding him like, Russell, go to sleep. Like, and, and when I did that, it literally like startled him because yeah. I was screaming while holding him so bad. And then obviously it just made it even worse. Now he's screaming because he's scared and like immediate regret just over my whole body just feel awful. And like it was like a, almost a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it's it's tough. Um, they always tell you like when you have a baby, never shake a baby, yeah. never hit a baby. I remember always hearing that being like, who would ever shake a baby? Right. You would have. Yeah. And that, that moment, point, yeah. I've had moments where I'm like, I understand that the dad at three in the morning who can't get their kids to stop crying, that dad will shake a baby. Mm-hmm. And so now I, I didn't. Lie. I didn't yeah, shake yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but, don't do it, obviously. But um, in that moment, it's like, oh, I could see how somebody reaches a breaking point and yeah. does something that isn't something they would normally do. And like that's postpartum depression, to, all that stuff, it's real. Yeah. That's why you either need, if you, if, unless you're a single parent, like if you have another parent there, mm-hmm. um, you tag team out in yes. those situations. Eric and I have done that. Where it's like, Erica, I need you to tag in because I am going to lose it. So let me go and calm down. Or Erica's done this when I haven't been home. She just puts him in their room yeah. and goes downstairs and just gets her breath because she knows she's going to do something she regrets. Yeah. You got to do that kind of stuff because if not, just man, they'll get to you. Yeah. Um, I love my kids, but man, sometimes they suck and it's hard <laughs> to be a good parent. Yes. That's what a good parent is, right? It's easy to be a good parent when they're cute and cuddly and right. they are nice, but you need to be a good parent constantly. So yeah. re- I realize how much, how terrible of a sinner I am. I still need, yeah, <laughs> still need grace all the time. But if you are listening and you have stories as well as a parent, or even like if 
your your parents did stuff to you that you still remember. Like maybe for example, you got your collarbone broken and your dad just yelled at you the whole <laughs> way to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Like like maybe our dad did with our brother, who was constantly getting hurt. So I I Not don't understand. Our brother with me, my brother. My brother. <laughs> we don't have another brother. <laughs> um, but let us know if if you have any of those stories for sure. Um, we also have a Not Your Mama's question we're going to do. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll go to our Not Your Mama's questions. You can also always send us your Not Your Mama's questions. After the break, after we answer Not Your Mama's question, we will tell you ways you can do that um, to give someone some time to think. And, <laughs> um, and so let's take a quick break and we'll get to our Not Your Mama's question. And we're back. All right. So we have a Not Your Mama's question. Um, this is sent to us on Facebook from Connor Murphy. Connor, thank you for. Yeah, Connor. Your I like Connor. <laughs> right. Do you, know, do you know him personally? Well, we've interacted on. Uh, he, sent, <laughs> he sent us some things before. <laughs> You don't know him, though. You superficially like him. In the context of which I do know him, I like him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. All right. So here's the question. Um, Would you rather live in a world of all men or all women, assuming you still get to keep your spouse? Oh, that's... So this now this is asking the two guys. I'm curious what a female perspective would be. But wait, so hold on. All men mm-hmm. or all women? So the entire world is a bunch of men, uh-huh. except for Lauren, uh-huh. or the entire world is a bunch of women except for you. Oh, well, okay, okay. Now, see, at first I was like, oh, that's easy because now, like, if I get to keep Lauren, yeah, you get to just, keep Lauren. Then just a bunch of dudes. But then on the flip side, if Lauren is the only female on the face of the earth, why would she be with me? Right, like, like if there's like Brad Pitt or whoever girls or love, the list of men better than you is too long to talk about. <laughs> yeah, and you start with Brad Pitt. Like, I mean, you can literally start with Eddie. Lauren Slobber has her pick of the Conan litter. Conan O'Brien over you for sure. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. Like, so if Lauren has her pick of the litter, no, I mean, just tomorrow you wake up and it's. Either all men, yeah, except for Lauren. Now, not everyone died. Just like it's you, just the way you, it's the way it is. It's yeah, a okay. new world. Yep. Like, so it's not like I my all of my your daughter died and all these other people. Yeah. Like, they, they just don't exist. Yeah. Except for Lauren, and she's still married to you. All that stuff for now. Just Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> just Lauren. Or or you wake up and it's you have no more guy friends. You, all women everywhere. You're still married to Lauren yeah. and all the women in the world. Now you now you know what though? If that were the case where it's all guys and just Lauren, she would stay married to me because because she loves me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Continue. I, you know what? I would go with with all men um and uh and and just Lauren because um if I'm like hanging out with people like I, I'd rather hang out with a, with with guys. <laughs> like I'd rather I'd 
Now, I'm not saying – I don't want to get into, like, stereotypes, though, right? Uh, because but, everybody breaks every stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah there you go. Okay. But I I like sports a whole lot. And, like, I would I, – I like to play sports. And I could play sports with some women. But I typically I play sports with men. Um, so I would like that. I like the I like all the sports teams, even though we don't have any of that going on right now, like the NFL, baseball, basketball, all that stuff, hockey. Um, so that 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 those leagues would be gone, um, or they'd be, or just a, or the women would just take over them. Yeah, they would. They would. Uh, but I'm saying that the people that I know and the teams that I know already, um, and the players that I know already, they all of them would be gone, and I wouldn't like that. I would like I like what I like. And I like what I know. Um, so for me, I think that this answer is pretty simple, and I would go with with all men. See, you are so simple minded. That's the, the issue with oh, this. Okay, okay. <laughs> Here is why you would not want all men. Why? Okay. Here's why I would go with all women. Of course, I get along better with men than women because I'm a man, and and there are certain things that I like that with common interests. We have common interests. Of course, there are women that have some common interests as me, but. My guy friends, compared to my girlfriends, um, my guy friends have the same common interest. How many girlfriends you got? I got a bunch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, even my wife, who I love more than anything, does not have common interest with me. She doesn't care about Marvel movies and she football. Has, she has some common interest with you, but of not course. all of them. Yes, but some of the things I really want to talk about with somebody, I can't... If she's... if. Like she puts up with it, and yeah. I know I'm annoying her. Like her fantasy sports football news. and yes, yeah, Marvel, sure. yeah. But if you lived in a world mm-hmm. with all men mm-hmm. and only Lauren, yeah, men are dogs. Who are dogs? And there's only one woman in this entire world. Yeah, they're all looking for her. She she would have to be she she couldn't leave the house. Yeah, she have to be protected constantly, and you can't even kill a cricket spider. <laughs> How are you going to protect her from all the men in the world? <laughs> now, the flip side: if there is all, if I'm the only man in the world, uh huh, then that could a little bit happen <laughs> the other way. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, we got to settle with this. <laughs> like this is the only option. Um, so there is a little bit of that, but. I would not want to live in a world where I have to constantly protect Erica from every man in the world. Yeah. Because every, because not every man, but some men are going to do whatever it takes to find that one woman. So yeah, I, I would lose the camaraderie uh-huh. of like a guy's night and having guys around. But I will lose my wife <laughs> if it's all guys See, this, because they are going to hunt her down. You know what? This, this not your mama's question turned <laughs> dark. You thought it was going to be fun. You didn't think about it enough. I mean, you, <sighs> You didn't think about it. You thought, oh, who would I rather sit by a campfire with, guys or girls? That's all you thought about. <laughs> you <laughs> you know, didn't think deeper than this. That's it, why it's a harder question. But here's the thing. Like, I, if it, it, oh, gosh. The question is, who would who would you rather hang out with, a bunch of guys or a bunch of girls? That's yeah. not the question. Who would you rather live in a world with? Who would you rather... Who Plus, who would you rather protect or be protected? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like... I also feel like... Most women are not stronger than me, but most guys are. (laughs) (laughs) There are plenty of women stronger than you. I know, but not most women. Uh So, like, and I don't also don't feel like. Of course, there be there would be some ladies that do this, but like, I don't feel like there are some dangerous guys out there that would be even that that could be even more dangerous, Mm -hmm. or just random people that become dangerous because of snap. They're desperate. I don't see that as much with the ladies. 
Um, I don't think I don't see them doing that as much yeah. personally. Yeah. I see guys snapping. <laughs> where I see some girls possibly, but like not most of them. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, so that that would be one of my, the main reasons. There's a bunch of things I'm thinking about on both sides of the argument, um, but it starts to get into the sexist territory. I yeah, think, of like stereotyping, which I'm not trying to do that. Uh, but that this question, you can't really not stereotype a little bit for I'm this just, question, right? I'm just going by like the only the only woman who I hang out with just us is my wife yeah so but like i hang out with a lot of guys you know just us or like a group of guys and it's like i love hanging out with my wife and i love going on dates with her i love watching shows and movies with her i love spending time with her um uh but like but is if some I'm, of that also because is some of that also because you're trying to keep guardrails and boundaries like for me like they're yeah i, I don't like it I know some all relationships are different, right? But right. if Erica, if she had like a really, really close guy friend mm-hmm. from way back when and she would go hang out, then it'd be fine. But like if she made a new guy friend right now yeah. and just was like, hey, I'm going to go oh, yeah. get no, that, lunch with a guy friend. That and, be like, what? No. and the same thing other way because of, we're trying to protect guardrails. I'm sh- I'm, I fully trust that she could do that and everything would be fine, but right. just the other way around. But you just don't do that. Well, so I think also, you only yeah. have one female friend because of that, mm-hmm. because you're purposely yeah. not putting yourself in this situation. You could have more if you wanted But here's more. the thing, though. Before Lauren and I were together, and like I have had obviously other girlfriends, but like whenever I was single, there was never a girl who I would just like, hey, we're just buddies with, and that that there wasn't any sort of a romantic interest in. Yeah, a potential prospect right, for you, right? <laughs> and like I remember as a youth pastor talking to to kids all the time. It's like some, and I think that sometimes, what whenever it's like a guy and a girl who are hanging out with one another and they're both single, let's say, more times than not, I think almost all of the time, one of them is interested in the other one, if not both. And more times than not, that one who is interested in the other one is the guy. Yeah. Right? Like a girl can be like, oh, yeah, we're just just best friends, right? Yeah, generally girls, I find generally in Mm -hmm. my experience that girls – can have guy friend and yeah. truly just be a guy yeah. friend as, as long as both more of them, than the other way around right as long as both of them are, are heterosexual right so it's yeah. like the more times than not like there 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 are a lot of girls who can be like yeah we're just we're just buddies and like in my bubble of people that i know and my and our close guy friends i don't know any of them who are like yeah we're just we're just best friends without having any sort of a romantic interest in them yeah. Do you? I've. Uh, this is so long ago because I don't. You don't see right. as much we're, anymore. We're older now, we're and all of our group is like either married or close to it or dating. we have some single friends, but and, and majority of I will say this too: personal experience isn't the rule, right? right? Like just because we have that personal experience doesn't mean that that's generally the rule. But from the little limited experience I have, mm-hmm. I've had, I haven't seen many guys that are really close with a girl that the guy doesn't have some kind of interest. Right. I've seen it where like they pretend like they don't and then <laughs> yeah, you find out you find out that they did mm-hmm. for a long time. And they'll play along. They're like, "No, no, we're just best friends. We're just we're just friends. We like hanging out." And the, all the while they're just like, "One day. <laughs> One day they'll see the light." <laughs> One day they'll be like, "Why are all why aren't any of the other guys as nice as you?" Yeah. Like, oh, Right there the whole time. Right, right. Hoping that would happen. And and anytime that their close girlfriend, right, is gets in a romantic relationship, they're just 
behind the scenes really sabotaging. They're like, yeah, he is. Why did he do that? Yeah, he is a jerk. You know what? You deserve better. And they're just, <laughs> yeah. and like in their mind, they have this 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 fantasy or this dream that yeah, I'll talk to them and I'll counsel them. And then all of a sudden, their the veil will be taken away from their eyes, and they'll see and they'll know that I'm the one. Right? And that that never works. And you know how we know that because we tried it. <laughs> and it didn't work yeah. I remember as a youth pastor there were two I remember with, talking about this in Sunday school yeah with, with like a group of teenagers we were talking about dating or something like that and um, and I remember saying that this, this whole scenario and a guy and a girl who were like that situation best friends they both were like nah nah that's not true that isn't the case we're best friends and we don't have any interest in one another and I didn't want to embarrass them in front of everybody, so I was just like, "Okay, okay, if that, yeah, that's fine. Maybe you guys are the exception to the rule." Five months later, they were dating, <laughs> and then and then they broke, and they came back to me, and they were like, "Yeah, you were right." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> I mean, the same thing. We we heard this all the time when we're in high school too. Like, like ninety five percent of relationships that start in high school don't end up getting married yeah. and you and all the friends you have in high school, most of them you will not see ever again. And we're in high school, we're like. Nah, that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're gonna be the exception, yeah. and there are exceptions. Uh-huh. Some of you listening that might be a little mad with this right now. Yeah, you're the exception. Yeah, la di da. Yeah, but generally, I had a girlfriend in high school. We ain't married. <laughs> I had a lot of friends in high school. I don't see anymore. Yeah, so yeah. it happens. Yeah. It, and it's just part of it. But back to the original point of the question, because solely because of the safety thing, mm-hmm. I can find ways to become buddy buddy with girls so i can have community yeah. i can do that right um i can fill that void of sports and stuff because i think that girls will be able to step in and mm-hmm. just do that like they, they would just fill in those leagues or whatever yeah it won't be the same <laughs> you just be the michael jordan of every league huh? <laughs> <laughs> no they would still kill me in all this sports. Yeah, I'm 34. Yeah. <laughs> trust me there's college girls and a little older than that they would still kill me in all of them they would Not, dominate. i mean to watch it for me to watch it yeah right um and like I mean, if you ever watch WWE, the female wrestlers good. are just as good now as the, as the male wrestlers. Like they've gotten better, so like they the level would would eventually catch up, right? Um, so well, it'd be fine in that level. And so because of that, for the safety of my wife and the <laughs> fact that I will not be able to protect her, I would choose all women. Well, now, see, this is this but is, there, but there's part of that too <sighs> that now she has to like be a little jealous of anybody i hang out with right there's yeah. gonna be a little bit of that yeah so there's gonna be some marriage issues if i'm the only dude because i'm gonna hang out with other girls like yeah there's there's that so i get that part well, but would would marriage then be obsolete if that were the world right like marriage isn't a thing at that point well there's one marriage <laughs> <laughs> forget the rest of the world <laughs> yeah but how how hard is it to keep a marriage when you're the only one yeah i know that's what i'm saying yeah, and that's hard. and for the sake of of humanity and populating the earth, right? Are you starting over yeah. as Adam and Eve again? Yeah, go ahead and uh, <laughs> try to make that argument <laughs> and, and push that argument with Lauren. Yeah, see, well, your argument would be, well, Lauren, yeah, for the I know, I know. sake of this world, here's Brad Pitt. See, yeah, we got to make the most beautiful babies we can. <laughs> but see, like, I don't know if uh, if this was really the heart of the question from Connor. I think it was. <laughs> I think you? it was. That's the point. We need Connor to let us know. Connor, is this what you were getting at? <laughs> Did you want to put us in a terrible position here to have to make s- terrible sacrifices? And here's the thing. I think in either situation, 95% of the marriages would not last. Yeah. But you know what? 
I'm the exception. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we would last. So anyways, all right. Well, let us know yeah. what your thoughts would be. Mm-hmm. What what arguments we missed when it came to which one, which world you'd rather live in. Yeah. And we want to hear, do more of these because we don't want to talk about the corona anymore. Please. We will probably. I'm sure we're going to. We might have an episode with our old host talking about his wedding that got canceled because of the Rona. Well, so, it didn't get canceled. It just was well, virtual. It, to me, it was canceled. <laughs> yeah, we weren't there. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about it, but we'd rather talk about more fun things because I know about some of you, like we're getting sick of talking about, about it. So in order to do that, we need topics. We need questions. And there's so many ways, man. There's so many uh-huh. ways you can answer some of these questions. You go to our website, nymchristianpodcast.com. Go to contact you. Send us an email. We will get that email right to our email box. You can just email us directly, nymchristianpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can go to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, nymchristianpodcast, or just type in Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. You should be able to find it any of those ways. I believe all those links are also in our show notes. Um, let's see. I think we got most of it. Mm-hmm. We don't have a phone number you can call. Don't have a text. <laughs> you don't want to give out your personal cell? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Here it is. 410-971. But it's all the ways I could think of. Shane, yeah. was there any? did I miss a way? You missed a big one and an easy one. Okay. All you got to do is find a small child, preferably three or under. Take them, put them in a dark basement to lure Wait, out the cricket spiders. <laughs> Use them as sacrifice, as bait. Get the cricket spider. Once, once a cricket spider attacks that small child, just wrap the, the child with the cricket spider up in uh, paper towels and write your question on it. Slap the cricket spider on the butt. Send it our way. We'll get it. No problem. And we'll send the child back. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't. I'm not doing anything else. The clothes. <laughs> that was the clothes. You? <laughs> we'll send the child back. Well, the, yeah, because you use them. I as bait. get what you're trying to say, but why would you? Do that? Easy, easy. I hope no one sends it that way. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review to support the podcast. Go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash NYM Christian Podcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.